Welcome to Sports on Tuesdays. Uh, we are actually recording on Sunday today because we have to get approved by Apple and Google, and that takes two or three days. So we want to make sure we can upload this on Tuesday. So if the there are some big news stories that happen tomorrow or on Tuesday, sorry, we will get to those the next episode. Um, yeah, we're going to start you off with some NBA and basketball news right now. All right, so uh, Boogie Boogie Cousins comes down with his third major injury in one and a half years. Um, all to the same leg. I mean, I'd be interested to see if he can ever play again. Boogie. <laughs> um, he tore his ACL, which, from what I've heard, is a pretty gruesome injury, especially because he's getting older. Yeah, he's getting older, and he can't he can't jump anymore like he could on the Kings or on the Pelicans. So. And he and we've seen him the past couple couple years. He's trying to ring chase, which is, in my opinion, kind of a dirty move. Um, clearly, it hasn't worked out well for him as he's suffered two major injuries to the same leg, and the Warriors choked last year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he can he can keep trying, but I just don't think he's ever going to get a ring. Sucks because he's a twenty twenty player. Um. That can score points and play defense. Yeah, and so with that, the Lakers are, of course, having to to look to look for a new center. Um, so one thing that I've been hearing is uh, that Dwight Howard and the Lakers have a mutual interest. So uh, I fun. could I could see that working out, but I could also see that like flopping because you know Dwight Howard's like. 7,000 years old. and If that happens, could you see them trading for Kelly Oubre? <laughs> <laughs> no. No? He literally just signed an extension with the Suns not too long ago. So, uh, yeah. Um, and the U.S. men's national team got a roster, and it's a lot different than what we've been used to seeing with because uh, it's always been the LeBron – Show it's, it's always been just the all star team, just they always put together an insane squad. And this year, it's just everyone's dropping out. I feel like Anthony Davis really started that trend of dropping out because when he when he went to the Lakers, he dropped out because he needed to do like, according to him, he said that he wanted to like focus on his team's his team's needs and stuff. I think that's and what like, team is that? The Lakers. Oh, he wanted to focus on the Lakers' needs. Yeah, I, I think that it's pretty <clears throat> like weak because you know the the U.S. team is like famous for like destroying every opponent they even play. So I don't know that they uh, they've just been having a lot of people dropping out. It's like they still have a good team, but yeah, they're just it's not the same group of guys that we've been used to seeing. In yeah. the past, we've been used to seeing the um, the bigger names like LeBron and Kobe in the past, and basically the entire Warriors roster because they were very yeah. good for a long time. And I, that's another thing. I think everyone is still sleeping on, on the Warriors. Yeah, I do too. Like even, they even though... they won a championship with the same guys that are on their team now. Even though they have Clay out. 
um, for a while. They they don't have KD anymore. They're still a good team. They're still they still have one of the better coaches in the NBA. They run a they run a really really fundamentally sound uh, offense, and they they always play good team defense. Yeah, and they still have the same head coach. They still have they have that same team from when they won the the the, the, uh, the NBA Finals a, a few a few years ago. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they can do without Clay, but I think as soon as Clay comes back, they'll be up at the top of the West again. Not maybe not the top number one seed, but they'll be definitely a they'll definitely be top five. Yeah, they they for sure will be top five. And I can see them going to the to the conference finals without a doubt. Like I don't he- hesitate to say that at all, because they still have Steph, still have Draymond, and they just got a. D'Angelo Russell in free agency. So I'm interested to see how that works out with with Steph and Russell though. They'll they'll move one of them around. I think they'll move Clay actually to small forward. Well, Clay's out this year. Well, I'm saying like once he comes back, once they have their full healthy team, I think Clay will be their yeah. small forward. I I really don't. I think that Steve Kerr is a great coach and he'll figure it out. I mean, he had to. He's coached that team when they they had four all stars on their team, so. And they yeah. did just fine. I mean, there there were a couple times when when there were issues between the players, but they always figured it out. They always ha- had each other's back when it, when it came down to it. So, but yeah, and I think the Lakers are, are overhyped still. Yeah, um, they were overhyped last year with. LeBron. I think they are too because they don't have. They literally traded Everybody. all they had, and now they don't have really much of a bench. Yeah. LeBron and AD can only play for a certain amount of minutes each game yeah, before and, they get and overworked. And LeBron get is getting old. Yeah, LeBron's getting older. I, I mean, mean, he he's a great player, but he's he's getting old. Yeah, and Anthony Davis hasn't played in a year. Yeah, exactly. So I still think that the West is going to be the Warriors' show, and someone's going to have to come in and knock them off. Um, the Rockets did have a good off season. They got, uh, I, I'm, I don't really agree with what they did with Russell Westbrook and Harden. Cause both of those guys are so ball dominant yes, that, yes, that it'll be interesting to see that, to see how they can handle that. One of them will have to change their role. Of course, uh, they have played together in the past. I think that could help them out a little bit, knowing knowing each other and knowing how they play. It'll be interesting to see what they can do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think I think this the kind of sleeper, but not so much a sleeper anymore in the West is going to be the the Nuggets. Um, they showed last year that they had what it takes. Yeah. Um, I just don't see them. They're just super young. They got a lot of young talent. Yes, they do. But and then the East, the East is wide open, in my opinion, comparatively comparatively to the West. I mean, you have like I think the Clippers are coming out of the West for sure. Oh yeah, the the Clippers are are, are a good team in there too. But I mean, right right there is your top five. Yeah, the, the, the Clippers, the Nuggets, Rockets, Warriors, Lakers, Clippers. Well, I think the Clippers just because they have the they're going to have the best team defense that we're ever going to see. Like they one through four, they 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 still have a center issue, but I think that that uh, I think Zubac I think Zubac will be a, 
a good scorer and stuff for them, but he can't. He's not really a good defender. But they one through four, they have uh, Beverly. They got Kawhi, obviously Paul George, Mont Montrez Harrell. So, and all those guys are really good defenders. And they have Doc Rivers as their coach. They just brought on Ty Lue as the assistant coach. So I think that'll be a really fun team to watch this season. Be interesting to see how they do. All right. Well, since it's not basketball season yet, we don't have all the time to talk to for to talk about basketball right now. So we're gonna move move on to uh, some baseball news right now. We're gonna start off with some MLB news for you right now. Um, the home run race uh, throughout the league is getting pretty interesting. Um, Bellinger just hit his forty uh, second, and then. Yelich and Trout are both behind him at 41. Yeah, uh, Christian Yelich hit two last night um, against the, the Nationals, and both of them were after the ninth inning. They played a 14-inning game, and uh, he was crucial to, to their to their win. Um, yeah, it's get, it's getting interesting. And then uh, Pete Alonzo is at 39, so he's right behind him right there. Um, it's going to be an interesting race to see who, who gets the most home runs because – yeah. They're, um, they're still going right now, and it's – Yeah, it's getting uh, – they're getting up there. But, you know, I, I just think, in my opinion, I would I would guess it to be Mike Trout winning the whole thing with the race and stuff like that. He just has the best – he has the most fundamentally sound swing that I've ever – that I've ever seen. He's he's the best player in baseball right now. If, yeah. And he's the best player in baseball that there's been in a long time. Yeah. And if so. you look at his overall stats throughout his, his career, it's – outstanding what he's done as a ball player and he should be the guy that everyone looks up to yeah he he there is some news on him today as well he just uh he just tied Derek Jeter on the all-time war list um that's a that's a big thing he's gonna he's gonna have a at the end of his career his war is gonna be insane he's oh for sure the one thing that I love about Trout is that you never hear anything bad about him like no one ever talks crap about him. Like with Bryce Harper, there's a lot of people that come in like, "Whoa, he's just out there for the money. Yeah, he's exactly. out there for this. He cusses out his fans." Uh, but with Trout, you, you never you never see that. And yeah. you have Trout who can play defense, can steal bases, he can hit. Yeah, he's definitely a five tool player. He can hit. He can hit for power, contact. He can. He can. He's fast. He has. Great, great arm in, out there in the outfield. He covers a lot of ground, and 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 he's just a leader out there. He's he's, he's he just signed a big contract to stay with his team. Yeah, so so he's he's loyal as well, which is really important, in, especially in today's yeah. today's like era of sports where everybody even just wants just the, the money. MLB. Yeah, everyone's going everywhere for money. Uh, which which I think it's funny how Machado and Harper they not neither of them made the All Star team. And they're both making over thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. And w what what are they doing? They're just doing it to not play well. Yeah. And I just I I've, I've I've never understood that. Like why why I mean I guess there's there's just stress behind it now because you're now making that much money at to live up to the hype. But yeah, it's like all the big guys that got like big contracts they they aren't performing this year like. Another one would be Chris Sale. He just got an extension. Well, take now he's Chris hurt, but he's he's uh he was pitching horribly 
like not horribly, but it, I mean, he wasn't pitching like himself with his low ERA. He's still had a lot of strikeouts, but he's got like a mid four ERA, and it's just well, like take he Chris just got hurt. Chris Davis, so. for example, they yeah. they paid him all that money, and he's one of the worst players in baseball. I mean, what was his hitless streak? Oh, I don't know. It was like a hundred at bats or whatever. Something that where he crazy. didn't get a hit, like. Dude, you play professional baseball making millions of dollars. You can't get one hit. Come on. Like, that's terrible. That's terrible. You should not be making that much money. Yeah. Um, it's just everyone, everyone wants to make money. So, I mean, the players are going to, of course, accept it. But, so. but think about it this way. You go to work and or, – or let's, let's take me because I, I used to work, work at a car wash. Say I go to work and I don't wash a hundred cars in a row and they're just sit, sitting there. I'm not gonna have a job. Yeah, he's over there and he's not hitting. It's the same kind of thing, but he's making millions of dollars. Yeah, and, and they're locked into that. He's bound in there by a contract, so it's not like they they're not just gonna play him because they're yeah. they're already paying him so much. So why not try to get him to produce? Exactly, exactly. And uh, the MLB standings they're they're getting close. It's getting closer to the to the playoffs um, in October, and we're going to be seeing a lot of teams that are going to be fighting for the wild card spots. And some and in some divisions, the the, uh, the the division title. Yeah. It'll be uh, – It'll be tight. I mean, the, 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 the tightest one right now is uh, the, the – Definitely the, the NL Central. Yeah, the NL Central where there's Three only – Three teams bound by, what, one game? Two games. Two, two games? games, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then crazy. And, then, and, and Lewis. then the Reds are only uh, set, set seven and a half games behind uh, the Cardinals. Yeah, the Reds made some major improvements this season, this offseason, and during the trade deadline as well. Yes, exactly. Uh, they have that guy that's been hitting all the home runs. They have they just got Bauer. That's a, a good yeah. pickup. Sonny Gray has been been doing really, really, really well this season, and it sucks to see that as a Yankee fan because he <laughs> he came from us. And he uh, he was just pathetic. It was it was hard to watch him come out on the Yankees and pitch because you knew he was giving up six or seven earned runs. Oh, tell tell me about it. I'm a D-backs fan. How do you think <laughs> I feel every freaking day? They lost. They keep losing to the Giants, which the Giants were terrible at the beginning of the year, and for some reason now yeah, they're, they're 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 second in the NLS now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but there's there's still eighteen and a half games. Yeah, first no place. one's gonna catch the Dodgers. The Dodgers are just too too good. For yeah, that for that division, I mean, everybody's going in there and putting up fights against them, against them, but they just they're just overpowering other let's, teams. Let's talk about Houston though. They uh they're on a five game losing streak after that after that trade deadline. Everyone's like, oh, the Houston's gonna just pull ahead of everybody in terms of the league's best record, and it's been the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yeah, Houston's they, just sitting back. They don't even have eighty wins. The Yankees are sitting at eighty three and forty two, and the, the the Dodgers are sitting at eighty two and forty three. So. I, yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, they are, they they, they have lost five by row, but if you look at at Oakland behind them, they're six six and a half games back, and they've won four in a row. So I could see the AOS being a tight division yeah, at the end of that it. That could be a shakeup. But I mean, uh, I, I, feel I like, mean, cl- clearly the Astros are going to get in the playoffs, whether it's through yeah, their division or or the wild card. They're definitely going to. They're it definitely in. the best suited. They have the best suited roster for a playoff run. Exactly. It's, I they, feel like they have the rotation that yeah. they can make it, and the team, and the and the depth within. But they gotta, their, they gotta, 
they're gonna have to face some tough opponents during during the during the playoffs. Like the yeah. the Twins or Cleveland, whatever one of those comes out on top. Most likely, the second place team in that divisional will reserve a wild card spot. Yeah, and and um, right now the AL wild card would be Cleveland and Tampa Bay. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Baltimore and Detroit are mathematically out of the divisional race. Yeah, Baltimore is. Uh, Detroit isn't yet. I Detroit don't is think. not yet because. Um, but uh, Baltimore, I think, is eliminated. Cow. The magic number for Detroit is four, though, so watch out for that. Yes, um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who ends up making the playoffs in terms of division. I mean, you know you're going to have the, the Yankees and, and Dodgers, and most likely you're going to end up having Atlanta in yeah. there as well. Um, but the NL sets central. It's going to be close between those three teams, and, Cincinnati could come in and be the the sleeper in there um, if they go on a tear. But that's going to be interesting to see. Um, I still think the the Astros are probably going to make it to the World Series again. And I don't see anybody stopping the Dodgers, but they're going to lose in the in not the Super Bowl, the the, the World Series just because yeah. it's, well, it's, it's, it's the Dodgers. And that's they do what they a better do. pitching. They just need to get a bullpen. They just, they just have to get some better bullpen arms. They just need to come in clutch. Instead of being the Dodgers and losing in the World Series for two years in a row, um, but hey, I like a three-peat. So if they can do it again, good for them. They're 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 very consistent when it comes to that. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, Brett Brett Gardner he got thrown out of the game. Was he yeah, yesterday? That was, yeah, it was yesterday. That was uh. For banging uh, his bow on the top of the dugout, well, which, which I don't think that's illegal. He, why, you got to understand why he's doing that, though. The uh, the umpires during the during the Yankees' last couple games, and I only say the Yankees just because that's the team I watch the most. Uh, so I watch all their games. Um, so I notice that the umpires this year, pro- most likely throughout the entire league, are just they're just bad. They're 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 calling balls that. Well, they're calling strikes that shouldn't be strikes at all, and players are just getting fed up with it. Especially Aaron Judge when he, because he's so big, he gets rung up on pitches that are below his knees, and they're they're just getting fed up with it because they're trying to make a legit run this season. And uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't blame him for having that reaction, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I I don't blame him for for the reaction either. I'm kind of more annoyed on how he. On on why he was ejected, like I, I mean I we we both play played baseball and one thing especially in high school and when you're younger the best thing thing to do is make noise. I mean it's different in in the big leagues because you have thousands of fans there, but over there and we and we want to get as hyped up as we can just with our teammates. So for him to be making noise, I mean I don't think that's an illegal thing, and. He, he he even said, uh, and and Gardner said that he, the umpires net never to- told him specifically he couldn't make noise. Yeah, which in my opinion is a correct thing to say because you're, you're allowed to make noise. It's not like you, you should go in the dugout and be quiet for the entire game because that's no fun. That's not fun to play. Yeah, exactly. We we just got to make baseball fun again, mm-hmm. and they need to stop getting on people for bat flips and all this stuff. Yeah, like I remember exactly. like 
in the little league world series right now that that's going on, but my little brother also played in the, in the all-stars this past season. And the umpires specifically told our coaches, if, if any kid on any team does a bat flip that they're, they're ejected for the game and they're suspended for the next game. Like, I mean, like, come on, they're, they're 12. If they hit a home run, like good for, well, them. Good, good for them. Let, let them celebrate. Let them have fun. This is, yeah, baseball, you're making the game that they love. It's a game. It's a game. They're 12. Let them have the fun yeah. so that they want to continue to play the game. Or else, yeah. we're, we're, or else the next gen, gen, generation of, of ballplayers is just going to be like, oh, hit the ball. Yep. Woohoo, single. I mean, going back to the Yankees and Brett Gardner, they uh, they made it a, a thing. They're turning it, turning his bat, uh, his banging of his bat, they're turning it into a positive. They, they made it a celebration. I like that. Actually, I like that. today, uh, Aaron Judge got onto first base and he mimicked the. Uh, he mimics Gardner doing his um his thing on the dugout, so I think that's pretty funny. I think they took it in the right direction. I agree. Same thing that they did with Todd when they had Todd Frazier and they and that one guy was giving him the thumbs down, and then they turned that into like a yeah, it's 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 a good just, thing to do. Just, the reason that they're so fun to watch, at least in my eyes, is because they're just a bunch of guys having they're young kids in the majors, like they're but they're just having a good time playing, exactly. having a good time winning. Uh, I think they win the right way. They they hit the ball hard. Uh, they have had some pitching hiccups in the last couple weeks, but uh, I feel like they they should have done something at the trade deadline. But I do trust Cashman to you know. I think that he has a plan. He he wants to stick with our young guys. He didn't want to give up any prospects, so I, I like that. He's still so he's keeping us prepared for the future, which is good. Uh, exactly. Unlike the Astros, which are in like a. A mode where they have to win. They they have a pretty good farm system, but I feel like they're getting they're getting a lot of older guys because they need to win now. They feel that they need to win now, and I don't blame that. But I just I just hope that as a Yankee fan, definitely that the Astros get upset and knocked out of the playoffs. So that way, everyone who tells me like, "Oh, the Yankees buy their whole team," that. Uh, I hope that the Yankees can kick him out. That way we could see that we brought up most of our players. And then the, the guys that we did acquire from others were like Cameron Mabin and Didi. They've been stepping up huge for us. So Giovanni Urshela as well. They, they've just been going at this next man up deal. Yeah, and um, going back to, to the Little League World Series, because now they're out of regionals. They're back into the – they're back in, in, in Williamsport. Um so everybody was hyping up uh, Curacao at the beginning. Um, they actually almost got no hit by South Korea. Um, so those are two teams that I could see in the international championship. Um, as for the the United States, I think that Hawaii has the best chance. They're not there right 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 now. They're up six to zero on New Jersey, which I thought was going to be an, another big team in, in the in the Little League World Series. Um, you know, I think that I, I love to watch the Little League World Series. It's, I feel like it's more fun because these kids are out there having fun and correct me if I'm wrong. It just seems like they're out there to play baseball they're, and they're, they're not out there for the money. They're not getting paid anything. Yeah, but they're, but they're out there just to have fun. And I, I love listening to all the coaches talk because the yeah. coaches are what make the team like. That's the difference between some teams and others. Like you go out there and you hear these coaches, and there's not one like 
like I, I remember watching one game when the coaches go out for for a for a uh, a mound visit. They're not telling the kid what to do. They're out there just being like, "Hey, go out there, have fun, be you, be yourself, and like, throw, throw the ball." They're they're, they're not out there trying to correct movements because they know that yeah, it is it is stressful. You're out there in front of thousands of fans and you're 12. Mm-hmm. They're killing it, and I just love to watch it. Um, I love to just see how the kids play. Like I love their little dances like like the new jersey team they have the jersey sh- shuffle um there's another team that pounds their chest and and the backstories behind some some of the teams i know that um i believe it's the team from minnesota i think it's the coon rap rapids team from minnesota there they play for a kid on their team who died two years ago and they're and that kid's dad still coaches on the team because it's the closest he he can be to his to his to his late son. So I think that's awesome to hear. And in Little League, that's a great thing to hear. But um Yeah, but we have a lot of football stuff to talk about. There's a lot go going on in the NFL and college. So we're gonna get on to that. And yeah, so we're gonna talk about the NFL. Alrighty, so in the NFL we have a lot of news. Um uh, first, I just want to mourn the loss of Cedric Bent Benson. He was a running back for the Bears and the Bengals, and briefly with the with the Packers. Um, he died in a motorcycle accident at the age of 36. So we want to send our prayers out to his fam- family and the NFL community. Uh, but on a but on another note, we do have a few holdouts that everyone is looking into. We have Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott. Um, they're both ho- holding out right now. Um, the last thing I heard on on Ezekiel Elliott was he was flying back to Dallas from Cabo. Um, but unfortunately, the Cowboys are playing, I believe, the Rams in Hawaii. So they're kind of not in the same kind of boat right now. But I but. Then they also have uh, the, the Cowboys have, have another problem too. They also have Dak, and Dak yeah, wants Dak, forty million dollars. And Dak, Dak's not that good. Any anybody can be good with the monster offensive line that Dallas always has. Dallas always has a great offensive line. Exactly, and, and, and Dak, and, Dak has so much time to make decisions in the pocket. He's he is a decent runner. He he's he's on another team. He's decent at best, and I don't think he's even worth thirty million that they were giving him. Yeah, I. I honestly think that Dak is worth maybe twenty. Maybe but he's not. He's not a superstar quarterback. He's not. Like, and if you look at his stats the past three years, and I'll pull him up, but um, uh, he is not like a top five quarterback by all means, and he shouldn't get paid like that. Um, he's out there asking for way too much. And I mean, if you look back at Tony Romo. Um, in 2014, I believe he took a pay cut so that the Cowboys could keep some of their key players. Same with what Larry Fitzgerald kind of did. Yeah, and the thing is with um, with uh, Dak is he's nothing without Zeke. He's nothing without Amari Cooper. He's nothing without his, his offensive line. Yeah, he and, he's one of the players that relies on on his team to be good, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you have a good team, perform to it. But yeah, but and, he's not. He just I wouldn't pay him if I was the. If I was the guy who's making the decisions, I wouldn't be paying Dak yeah. Prescott. I wouldn't his, even offer him thirty million. Yeah, the fact the, that he wants his, forty, he is has crazy. not had had a season where he's thrown over twenty three touchdowns, and he hasn't had a season where he's thrown over thirty nine hundred yards. 
Like you got people like Rogers, Breeze. Those Brady. guys I'd pay forty million. Those guys would, and guess what? The only one of those three that is get, get getting paid that much is Rogers. And yeah. who does Rogers have on his team? Not really. Really, anybody. nobody. So there's, and I'm sure that if they got someone and they were in that situation, he, he would take the pay cut. Yeah. But Brady is a fine example of it. He, he's out there and he's he could be making so he could be making money. so much more, but he's out there and he's like, I'm I'm out there to play the game. And yes, he's, out he, to he's getting old, but. I don't know how he does it, but he's still out there throwing. And I mean, I've always not been a Brady fan because I'm a Broncos fan, so it's always been the Brady and Manning thing. And he would only beat the Broncos, and the Broncos would only beat them when they were playing in Denver. And so I've never been like a huge Brady fan. I've always thought like I don't know how he would do in a di- in, in a different system because yeah, we, we, like we've Belichick. never seen him in another system besides Belichick. And he, I love he, Belichick. I think Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, but for sure. You don't but know what Brady can do. He makes everybody better. That, that system, it's like it's like kind of in the NBA, like the Brad Stevens system. Yeah, they're always, with the Celtics. They're always they're always talking about, oh, but if this player didn't play in this system, he would be better. Or this this player played in this system, so he was better, and it made his career better. Yeah, but, which is what people are saying about. Kyrie and they're saying about Kemba too. Like they're going into a system, so it relates to Tom Brady in that sense. Like who yeah, knows and, how he could have been without and, without Belichick's system. I mean, you and, and and people say that the Patriots can get a Walmart bagger and make him a wide receiver. And I don't know whether that's Brady or Belichick or maybe a little bit of both, but that is a hundred percent true. I just I just remember watching them in their fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth string wide receivers come out here. Yeah, they're getting plays. 50, 60 yards. And I'm like, who is this, like, John person? Like, I don't even know. Like, they're just showing up and they're catching balls and going off. And um, so it's, it's, um, it's definitely a Patriots thing. But yeah, I just don't know. But he, he, he's definitely not Dak. And Dak should not be asking for the $40 million that he is. And that's yeah. selfish of him because they do need to pay Amari Cooper. They do need to pay Zeke. Yeah. And especially Zeke. I think they got to put all their money on, on the table for Zeke. They can't they, they can't. But the let same him thing go. though, Zeke is Zeke Zeke is is uh he's nothing without his offensive line. He's I've nothing heard, without heard, his offensive, but they've already paid their offensive line. Yeah. I've heard I've heard uh comparisons between Barkley and uh Elliott. And I only say this because I'm a Giants fan and like Barkley's the only good thing I have going for me right now. Um, hey, hey, but but uh, I've seen that Daniel Barkley Jones. Barkley can yeah. Well, Daniel Jones, we don't know how he's going to do in the real season. Yeah, but well, I mean, probably won't even see the field in the first year. To be but the difference is between Dak and Zeke is Zeke is going to get hit. You know he is going to get hit because he's a running back and he could be over in a day. So I mean, the difference is with Dak is that Dak isn't. I mean, yes, he's going to get hit sometimes, but he's not taking the hits that yeah, Zeke's that taking valid. or even Amari Cooper's taking. Like, he's out there. He's throwing the ball. And, yes, that's one of the most important positions on the field, but when you have that offensive line, you have that much time to throw. Yeah. Heck, he, I could do that. I, I could yeah. throw, throw behind that offensive line. Yeah, um, I feel like if, if a lot of quarterbacks Zeke has had, league, they'll they'll come into that. To, if they came into that Cowboys off O-line or something, they, they I mean, come on, they have – they have just absolute beasts on their offensive line. So, and, and Zeke has proved that he should be paid. He's yeah. had a fourteen hundred yard season. He's had a sixteen hundred yard season. 
Um, he had a almost 1,000 yard, yard season in, in, in 2017, and he was hurt for, I believe, three fourths, not 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 three fourths of the year, for for about a fourth of the year. But he's still putting up six, seven, fifteen touchdowns in his. Uh, so he has twenty eight touchdowns over three years, and over four thousand yards rushing. So in my opinion, that's pretty good for a for a running See, back. To to get money in sports, you have to prove yourself first. And, and Dak hasn't done that. Dak Dak hasn't really shown that he's just an not just an average quarterback. We need to see definitely better uh, decision making from him. I've seen. I've seen. I've watched some of that. His his uh, throws. He's made some questionable decisions in his career. Um, but he he, he but, likes the deep ball. He throws off the run. I feel like that he's just not like a solid like he's not like a solid quarterback. I don't think that you can always rely on on him like you can rely on Tom Brady or or like. I don't know. I yeah, just feel and, like he's not solid enough to, to, to be paid that much, to gamble on that much money. That's a lot of money. Exactly. And an, an, another team which, which I mean, it kills me to say it as a Broncos fan, but the Chargers are a solid team. They have yeah, a my, solid roster, but they've hit Melvin, the injury bug. They got and Melvin they got Gordon holding now. He is such a big part of that team. He is. And, I mean, he's kind of been like that kind of sleeper guy. Who, who no one really who like, no one really like talks about. I think it's because he was because he's he on the Chargers. Wasn't they don't he have fans. in the same draft class as uh, Gurley? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably another well, reason why. Because Gurley, there's Gurley's also on no level. fans for the Chargers. They, well, yeah. they have like 15. Yeah, they have like I mean, 15 total fans. Like, have you seen their their, their stadium? They're definitely my pick for a for a sleeper team. Philip Rivers isn't slowing down. He's no. he's he's still he's still. Really good, like, and he's not the showing signs of aging. Or thing anything. is, I don't think they have a chance if they don't have Mel- Melvin. Yeah, I, but I, I think mean, they need Austin, to secure a- Melvin. Gordon. Gordon. They need to pay Mel- pay Melvin Gordon. Just pay him. He's he's a lot of the reason that you're having a lot of success. He is their goal line back. He can. He's their three down back. Um, he can he can pound the middle. He can run outside and he can score touchdowns. And Austin Eckler, yeah, he's okay, but. He's not a Melvin Gordon, and yeah, for them to make it as far as they can to beat the Patriots, to beat the Chiefs, they need that other attack. That, and that losing Derwin James, yeah, that's, that's a that's a big that's hit. That's, that's a big hit. He, and he was so so good over the top for that for that Chargers defense. Yeah, and, 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 and that defense can't can be. Scared. I mean, I don't. I I think that their pass rushers are probably top top three in the league. Behind uh, with with uh, jo- Joey Bosa and and Melvin Ingram, I think that they're behind. I think that the Broncos should... at with uh, Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb, and that's completely unbiased, right there. I just um, heard of I just heard a, a, a something to do with the Chargers. I I feel like the Texans the Texans just said that they're looking to trade uh, Jadavian Clowney to to clear like some cap space or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think the Chargers should jump on that as soon. Well, I feel like is, they should bolster that defense even more. There's, I mean, you can so do that, him but with Bosa that would be that would be really, really, really. good. Well, they already have Melvin Ingram. They yeah. they, they don't need Clowney. I think I think a good fit for Clowney would be like the Colts. I think the Colts yeah. would be a good fit. Um, I don't think he would go to Indianapolis. I don't think they would make that trade just because they're in the same division. Yeah, I think you'd be good there. And another sleeper one, I could see the the Seahawks getting him. I mean, the Seahawks have lost a lot of people. They still have Bobby Wagner, but 
their edge rushing is it has is not what it used to be. Um, they lost Michael Bennett. Even and, Russell Wilson is kind of showing signs of getting a little older. Yeah, not, not like crazy, but but like, but yeah, on but on their defense, they it's not the same, and they need someone out there that can be their boom factor, and will get the the twelfth man on their feet. Back like when they had they had Bench, Chancellor and then uh, Earl, Earl, Earl Thomas, Thomas and uh, Robert Sherman, all, all those, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, Richard Sherman. Yeah, so all, all of them, and um, it's just it's just kind of sucks to see a team like the Chargers go down so fast when like this could be the year it could, it could be a year when they get a ring for for phil rivers yeah because he he's getting old but it's gonna be tough to pass up the chiefs though that team is the chiefs is very, but at the same good. time they're still a young team and yeah they have, they have they, time. and they don't really have a star running back they have damian williams but he i mean it, yeah, you've seen lost, it uh, what's his name they, they lost hunt. kareem hunt and spencer ware yeah. So they they're they're kind of up in the air in terms of that, and their defense isn't that but good. Mahomes can throw the football. Uh, Mahomes can throw the football. That's going to lead them far. Yeah, that, they're that, going to have a great season because Mahomes can just straight up air it out. Yeah, but I mean, and the only thing I can see is they're not going to make it past the the divisional or conference finals because of their defense. Yeah, they really needed to bolster the defense, and they lost um, Chris Jones to the uh, I believe to the Colts. And he was one of their best edge rushers. They did get Ty- Tyron Matthew, but they lost Eric Berry. Yeah. In my opinion, I think Eric, Eric Berry is better. better than Tyron Matthew. And speaking of Eric Berry, he hasn't been signed. Yeah. He's still a free agent. I think, and there's I think, teams that – I think my Giants should hop I right on that. I think the, the losing, Giants could, could need, could need losing, him. Losing Landon Collins, my, one of and my – And replacing him with players. Antoine Bethea. Like, you yeah, can't like, do that. Yeah. Like, and Antoine Bethea think used to be it, okay. They're, they're a New York team. They have money. They, they're always they, going to have, have money. They have the market. Yeah, they have they have a big market, a lot of fans, a big fan base. That would be a perfect fit for Eric Berry. Exactly, like a, like a guy who's sort of under the radar, doesn't really get talked about a whole lot. Still yeah. sitting without a team already, and exactly. sucks to see that. But let's talk about the Rams. That team is for real. See, so I, that's I what I thought team. last year. I, and that's my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. And like I thought that last year too. Their defense is phenomenal. Their offense is way, is way above average. I think that I still I still have my doubts about golf. I still Damn. have my doubts about him. I mean, I don't. I think. I mean, I, think I so the thing the thing that they have going for him, which I also see from the fantasy football perspective, which we'll get to in a, in a second in terms of a, a preview and some sleepers, but they have three wide receivers and. I mean, all three of them could be a number one on a team, but they aren't like the Julio Jones, the DeAndre Hobbs. They're they're all like at the same level. They're all like above average. But that's yeah, it. but that's what you like. That's what you but like to see. That's though. good because you can throw because you have three solid targets that you yeah, can and, you can rely on. And if Gurley on. can stay healthy, I think he's one of the, the best backs in, in in football. I just I still have my doubts about Goff. I mean, you know that Aaron Donald is going to get you fifteen sacks. Yeah, you know that. You have Mar- Marcus Peters and. Akeem Tlaib. Yeah, Tlaib kind of showed signs of getting a little old. Yeah, he, he's going to – and their, but, de- and their defense ha- had the, the injury bug last year. Yeah. I think that um, in terms of our, my preseason predictions, I think the winners are going to – I mean, if Melvin Gordon gets back on the Chargers, I think the AFC West will be a three-team division. Yeah, I think so too. I think that, I think that everyone is like – and again, I know I'm a Broncos fan, but it is an unbiased thing. I think that Vic Fangio and getting Flacco was big. I think that they're like that deep sleeper that, I mean, they, they could come in and have a, a, a six-win season. They could also come in and have a 10-win a, a season. If you, look, if you look at their schedule, they face a lot of teams that they should beat. I mean, 
you're you're gonna count one sure loss against the the Chiefs, one sure sure loss against the Chargers, may, maybe two for each, but you're also gonna see them pound it out. And their defense, I think their defense just got so much better just because of Fangio. Yeah. But um, I I I still think that the uh, that the Chiefs will be the winner of the AFC West. I think the AFC South is gonna be the Colts. Uh, but I think that the the Texans do have a shot there as well. Yeah, um, I'm expecting I'm expecting definitely a big year from obviously Hopkins, but uh, and Watson as well. Definitely Watson. I'm, I'm expecting a big year. Out they, of Watson. they need to get a running back. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's Lamar Miller's there, but he's kind of he's kind of getting old. They don't have their their Arian Foster. Um, yeah, that they used to have. They, really, really yeah, they good. used to. I think the I think the AFC East like it's gonna be the Patriots. I mean, unless until. Brady retires. It's going to be the Patriots until <laughs> until he's done. The one division that I think will actually surprise a lot of people is AFC North. You got the Ravens, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals are are clearly the oddball out. Yeah, they're not that good. one. But you got, I mean, the Steelers. They lost Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. You don't know how they're going to do. But they you can always been, trust in Mike Tomlin's coaching abilities. Yeah, like, I always count, like him. But you can always, but you can also Ben's getting old. Count too, so. on John on John Harbaugh's. Yeah, exactly. With the Ravens. And, and, yeah. and then and then the sneaky one there is the Browns, who have all that talent. They got o- OBJ and Jarvis and Chubb and Hunt and Mayfield, and that's just yeah. their offense. Yeah. And their defense, they got Miles Garrett. They got Miles Garrett. They got um, Olivier Vernon. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. And Vernon, and they just drafted Greedy Williams. They have Den- yeah. Denzel Ward. So they're – they're, the Ravens. They're, they're a solid team. The but Ravens also are going to have a run for the money because they got Hollywood Brown, who I'm expecting big things out. The only, of. The only thing, Lamar Jackson. The only thing I I, I don't like about season. about the Ravens is that I don't like Lamar Jackson. I never have been a fan. I he think is a college quarterback. He is a college quarterback. He is a Johnny Manziel type, where he was good in college. He was like Tim Tim Tebow. They're good in college, and I love Tebow. I love him as a person. L- love him as a player. I have the jersey, the whole nine yards, but um, he—they're just college quarterbacks, and he's more of a running back than I think, anything. I think Lamar's ceiling, like his best that he could probably be, would be like a Tyrod Taylor type guy, like a solid guy who can get out of the pocket. But you could all—I but you could also make a case that he's going to be a prime Russell Wilson type. Exactly. Type player. Yeah, he, he could. Can, he's very elusive in the pocket. He just has to get his decision making, and he's got to really focus on throwing the football because yeah. that's what quarterbacks do. Yeah, exactly. And then for 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 the NFC, and the the and NFC East, it's going to be a, a a two team race. I'm sorry about, yeah. about the Giants. I think I think the Giants maybe in the next two or three years will will get back to that point. Yeah, I mean they got young guys. They got Shepard and Ingram and Barkley. That, yeah. they have a good offense. They and, they, and, and they, they just got dra- Janoris Jenkins. And they just dra- drafted Daniel Jones, which in my opinion is the biggest surprise of the preseason. Cause oh yeah, he's, I, I remember he's, re- he's, reading a tweet about his first eight throws, and four of them were intercepted. He didn't come complete a pass. It was like, yeah, there you go, Giants, way to go. But he's actually been doing very, very well in the preseason. We'll see how it goes when he gets with the starters and stuff. But I, I, I think that, that that one, if if Zeke, if they end up get getting Zeke back, I think that the Cowboys will win that one, and the Eagles uh, will be a, I mean, a close the one Redskins, as well. Oh, Who's going to be quarterback in the Redskins? It's either going to be Keenum or Haskins, and they really don't have anyone else. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Haskins could surprise people. He's I, not having the hottest preseason he, of all time, but I, I he's think got he could surprise you. Cannon. But he needs other people to help yeah. him. He has I mean, no receivers. That defense he has is pretty good. Really, though. no good running secondary. backs. They, 
they have Landon Collin. That's about it. I mean, Norman. Yeah, I mean, but he's he's overrated. Way overrated. Yeah. He, he's, but I, you hear I about him Eagles, just because of his mouth. I seriously think the Eagles could be – could. I think the Eagles will return to the playoffs. I don't know whether it's going to be through through the division yeah, or wild card, but if Wentz can stay healthy, yeah, I think he's in. that's a big thing because now they don't have uh, – what's his name? Foles, yeah, but, but uh, Josh McCown, he unretired and joined them. So, oh, that's right. So he's he, he, he's a great backup because he has the experience. He knows what to do and everything like that. Um, But um, I think that the NFC West, it's going to be the Rams. Rams, of Rams, course. Rams. Of course it is. The Rams. That, Sean McVay he, is such a great He's a great coach. Great I think young the only coach team, a, a young team in that division that might give them a little pressure would be the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Niners. I feel like they're gonna. Have the Niners could have a good team. I just don't think they 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 need one more thing to push them ahead. They they need they a need wide a, receiver. They need a superstar. Like they have Kittle. Yeah, he's they, great. They have Kittle. They they, they just need... picked up Tevin Coleman and Jerry McKinnon last year. If yeah. J, if Jimmy Garoppolo can stay well, healthy, McKin- isn't McKinley going to be hurt? McKinnon is not going to be hurt. He's, oh no, that's... he's coming back. Oh okay. But uh, what he... about that guy for the the guy who? Uh, for the skins, back to the Redskins who tore his ACL or something. Oh yeah, camp. he he's back. He he's back from from last year. Yeah, the so, the, uh, the, the back. Darius Geis. So he's back, but I still think that the the Niners need that one more piece, and I believe it's it's a star wide receiver. Yeah, I think so to too. push them that much more to give them that chance against the the Rams, or else nothing else is going to happen. Um, the the NFC North, I think it's Bears all the way. I think. Oh, I think the Bears are. Gonna I think own even that even without Fangio, I think the Bears have that. Shot to that defense is mean. Dude. Yeah, their their de- their defense will win, and and you saw that in 2015 with, oh, the, with, oh, with the Broncos there's, there's, against the there's Panthers. There's two words that I have to say about the Bears defense, and that's Khalil Mack. That yeah, guy, he is does have Khalil Mack. Yeah, yeah, he he's a, he's a great guy. He'll give you an um, easy 15 sacks this season. I mean, the Packers. I mean, they have Rodgers, so you know that 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 they're always going to be in the hunt. And the Vikings could also be a, a sleeper in the hunt. They have a they have I a mean, an above average defense and. Cousins is as iffy as he is. Yeah, he, 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 he gets a, he gets he, the job done. You could you people have I've heard that he's a system quarterback. Yes, he's very much same a, with Keenum. Keenum. I, I thought Keenum was a and system that, quarterback for sure. Yes, but that's a he, good system to be and in. And you now. saw that when he went to Denver and sucked. Yeah. I saw that. And that sucked. But um But the Vikings they got they got uh what's his name coming back? Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah they got Dalvin Cook. Talented. And then they have they, got, they probably they have the best they best they have the best wide receiver duo in the league with that Diggs and Thielen. Diggs and Thielen. Um, I mean, the only other ones that I can think of that can even compare would be OBJ and 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 and, and, Landry. and Jarvis or Julio Jones and Cal and, and Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. And and they have Mohamed Sanu. Too. Yeah, he he's getting old too, but I he's think still, he's, he's I think good, those though. ones are the good duos. I think duos. he's he's a good uh, he's a good um, a guy to have on your team, like a older guy to mentor, technically mentor, quote unquote. For, yeah. For, for Ridley, yeah, I think that's great for them, and I, I think it's cool because Calvin Ridley went to Alabama, and yeah. so so did Julio, so they both have that connection. And for, finally, I think the NFC South, I think it's Saints all the way. I just the the, the Saints offense and defense think, is just so much better than everyone else. I in think that Cam division. Newton's going to come out of the gate. I See, think he's gonna he doesn't have, a, have season, a wide a wide receiver. Yeah, he has Christian McCaffrey, and that's they 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 have they basically have three players on their team. They have Cam. Luke and McCaffrey. Yeah, that's, that's literally it. And you need to have more, more than, than yeah, three that, players. Yeah, I, I could. And the that. Bucks, they're gonna suck. Um, and, yeah, and the Falcons like are are probably my other wild card. I think it's gonna be the Eagles and Falcons. That is that's my second favorite team, the Falcons. I've been a Falcons 
I, I always just look at them. I like to see them. Yeah. I like to watch them kind of from a distance. I am a Giants fan, and I'm not just saying that because the Giants suck ass this year, but uh, I, I do like to watch the Falcons. I've liked Matty Ice my, my his whole career. I've, I've liked to watch Julio Jones. They're a fun team to watch. They, they are. They're, they're extremely fun. Devontae Freeman. He's, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's back, uh, so that, that'll help out a lot. I think um, they have a good receiving core, good enough to compete with big dogs in the playoffs. Definitely, definitely watch out for them. Yeah, but um, so we're gonna get to a fantasy football preview with some sleepers, some rankings, who to look out for, who who to stay stay away from. So we'll, we'll get on that. Alrighty, so I just had my first draft last night. Um, I was pretty proud proud of my team. I got a lot of the people I wanted. Um, I had the tenth pick out of ten teams. Uh, we did a, a PPR. I went with a back-to-back wide receiver strategy. With that 10 pick, I got Julio Jones and Juju Smith-Schuster, which I love. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure most of you guys know um, for fantasy football, the top three players are going to be um, Saquon, uh, Chris McCaffrey, and Kamara. And – other people are, are, are putting in Zeke, but uh, depends Zeke, on if he holds out. Zeke and I mean, if you're if you're drafting within the next week or so, I would stay away from Ezekiel Elliott. And but Ma- you could and, also and Melvin Gordon. Also, I think that Le'Veon Bell could be a pretty pretty surprise. He could he could be. Pick. Um, he he could definitely be a surprise, but again, you just don't don't know how he's gonna do. Um, yeah, uh, he's my new system, it's kind of. Difficult for yeah, so my my running back rankings, I'll just give my top 10. Um, Saquon is my number one. It depends if you're in, in a PPR or not. My PPR number one would be McCaffrey just because he's the only one on their team uh, besides Cam, and Cam has to someone. Um, I think that McCaffrey, Kamara, and um, well, you got well, Barkley as well. I mean, they, he, the Giants they're, have they're the, Giants the top have three. Ingram, yeah, Ingram, Shepard, and that's about it. Yeah, but um, we had so, and then I think if Zeke and Melvin Gordon do sign with their teams and blah blah blah, I think Zeke is your number four. I think Melvin Gordon's your number six. I think Gurley's gonna be your five, and then from there you have Bell, David Johnson, uh, James Connor, Joe Mixon, and those are just a few. Um, for your wide receivers, I mean, you can always count on. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Juju, Juju. I love Juju. He's probably he he's my favorite non-Bronco. I love him. I love everything about him. I love I love what he does. I love just how fun he is with his fans and everything. And I I just love how he plays the game of football. And it's a great thing to to see. And he doesn't have to fight with Anto- Antonio Brown now for catches. So I think I think. Juju's a good pick in the especially second in a round. P- especially in a PPR yeah. league, I, I think that yeah. since he's the only one, one of the only guys that they have that exactly. have too much talent in that receiving core. So. Okay, and, and a couple other leader. things that, that we're looking at. Um, I mean, it's too early to tell whether they're, they're going to be out for an extended period of time during the regular season or not, but A.J. Green is a good one to look at. Um, people are kind of staying away from him just because he is injured. Um, if you can get him in the fifth or sixth round, that's a perfect place to, to, to grab him. But also grab Tyler Boyd with him. Tyler Boyd is his bat is uh the number two in, in uh Cincinnati. Last year he had a great year. Um 
I, I know I, I had him for a few weeks and he scored over 10 to 12 points every week. Um, and especially without AJ green, he'll be a great um, choice for you. Another one that, that they're looking at, I mean, it's not, it's not an injury, but uh, with the holdouts, um, I don't really look at the, uh, the Cowboys and their backup run, running back situation because they have the targets and the weapons they do. But with Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler is is already a great pick for later in the rounds. Just even even if Melvin Gordon stays, but he's a great back in general. He will he can catch the he, he can catch balls out, out out of the backfield. He can run it up the gut. He is a great back. Um, I know I drafted him in in one of my leagues, but he's he he he's a safe pick. Um, and I mean the worst the worst case scenario you can drop you can drop him and pick up the next wave wave wire pickup you want. Um, and my, one of my biggest sleep sleeper picks of the year is, is, uh, is Kalen Balazs. Um, I watched him in, in college. Uh, he went to my cousin's high school, so they watched him through there. And at ASU, he was, he was more of their goal line back, but when he gets out, out of space, the kick can fly. And Kenyon Drake is hurt. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. Um, they're, they're, they're hoping he, he'll be back by, by week one, but I think that Kalen Balazs can be a huge sleeper pick, especially on a team that really doesn't have many weapons. And for Rosen or Fitzpatrick, whoever it is, to have a guy like Balazs, I think he's a huge sleeper out there. And you should be able to grab him in, in, in our rounds between 10, 10, 10 and 13. Um, my biggest thing for fantasy advice, draft your kicker last. Kicker's last no matter what. I mean, yeah, they're kickers, but it's it's okay. You're fine. They they they'll score you between six and 12, 12 points every week, regardless of who you have. Even Justin Tucker will score you three one week. I mean, you just can't guarantee that. And draft your 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 defenses after round ten, please. Just do it. It's it's it'll help. I mean, yes, there is a big difference between the defenses and and, and kickers, but you. Again, with the defenses, if you can get a top a top ten defense, which if you're in a 10, 10 team league, you'll have that. <laughs> um, they're they're all they're all going to score about the same. Um, and yeah, so that is my uh, my, my my tip for right now. Um, I think uh, a good late round uh, pickup, like some late round guys. Um, you can go with some rookies, I think, that are going to have some big seasons. I think um, people are really on the fence probably about DK and Nikhil Harry, both of those guys, the big receiver, Calvin Johnson-type guys. Then you got the speed guys like like uh, Hollywood Brown could be another Tyreek Hill. Um, he's, he's a fast, fast, fast receiver, smaller guy. But, uh, I mean – you can get some some of those guys could be good. I think for a tight end, and if you're definitely definitely if you're doing a PPR league, Evan Ingram's gonna have a have a big big season because he's gonna upgrade a target spot because Beckham obviously has gone off that team. So I yeah, think. and and with tight ends, I mean, so I so there's for me there's really three there's there's really th- three tiers. You got the Travis Kelsey's, Zach Ertz, and and George Kittle. And that, and those are your top three for sure. Like you're not gonna have anything else on there. Like you can get well, guaranteed ten points. If point. you think about it, though, listen. Let me finish my tears. 
My tier two is Evan Ingram, and he's just by himself because he'll be good for because he is one of their only receiving targets right now, especially until she- Shepard gets back. But um, so he, I think he's in, in a tier of his own. But he's also he also was injured last year, so he's kind of in that tier tar stage. And after that, I mean, I mean, you got everybody else. I mean, they're they'll they're gonna be up and down. I think Eric. Eric Ebron is always a solid choice. He's, um, a, he's a red zone. Yes, he's a red, red zone, zone guy. He'll red score zone. you a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, he'll, he'll get the touchdowns. He may not get the yards. He might get like a four, uh, a 40-yard game with a touchdown. You know what? That's that's 10 points. And if you can get 10, 10 points out of your tight end, out yeah, your tight end every spot. week, that's that's money. I like that. I love that. Um, in terms of uh, some later-round r- running backs, you can get um, – I mean, so we'll, we'll start out with like with like some, some fifth-round fifth running backs. You can get – like a, a Devonta Freeman or Philip Lindsay or a, a, a Marlon Mack. I, I really like Marlon think, Mack. I, at, the, at the end of last year, he, he kind of went off a little. Um, he he was hurt for most of the beginning of the year, but he came out and he came out strong, and I love it. I love his mentality on the field, and I love Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I think Philip Lindsay's going to have a better year than he did last year. Yeah, and he had he a su- great definitely year. surprised a lot of people with going undrafted and all that. Yeah, he's. I think he's got a. He's got a good enough O line to where they uh, he can exactly he can make his own moves. And but I think the to the real gamble with a running back is Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but but he but we talked about it at the beginning with yeah the, with well, the top. Lot, so but he, he he's not going to be available in the fifth. There's there's a chance that he could be available in like later rounds because no. just because he's coming into a new system. But I don't think not in the fifth. But like he'll 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 most likely not. be gone in the second. But. In terms of late, like late late round sleepers, um, I mean, I think people are trying to stay away from T- Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon, but those two are splitting carries. And uh, San Fran, like, like I said, Kalen Balaj, I think is, I think he's gonna surprise a lot. What about Tariq Cohen? I think so. If you're in a PPR, he's a great That's choice. A, yeah, also, choice. James White, if you're in a PPR. But they also have regular running backs. So. James Conner, if you're in a PPR. Yeah, Jim, Jim, he'll, he'll he'll be one of those guys that are gone at the beginning. But he he's both. He can run it up the middle. He can do that stuff. But with with Tariq Cohen, he's, he'll be splitting carries with David Mon- Montgomery. And David Mon- Montgomery will be their three down back who, who's running up the middle. Uh, Tariq Cohen will be their, their, their scat back who, who they'll pass it out to. Um, James White is the same way with Sonny Michelle. Um, so they're, they're, they're both great choices. Um, they will get you the points you need wherever you need them. Um, some wide receivers that you should be looking at. Um, like I said, Tyler Boyd, he's a good one. Cause AJ Green is, uh, is hurt. Um, Keenan Allen. Allen, he, he, he's always good. Um, but actually on, on charges, I'd look at Mike, at, at Mike Williams. He was great at, at Clemson last year. He had the injury bug, but. This year, I think I think he has a really strong chance at coming out. He's a big bodied receiver, and he should be. Well, he he. I, I think he has the opportunity to become a star in the league. Living um, in living in Arizona, I think Christian Kirk could be a, a good late. Yeah, he, he guy. could be good too. Um, he, as well as Andy is as well as Andy Isabella and. Uh, then you got your DK Metcalf. You got your Nikhil yeah. Harry's. Yeah, yeah, and, and people are sleeping on. Nikhil Harry, but you you look at who they have. They don't have Gronk anymore. All they have is Edelman. They have Edelman and now Harry, and 
the good thing about Harry is you know who who's thrown to him. You know Brady. You know yeah. he's he he can get the ball to whoever he wants. But the thing is, you got you got Metcalf too. He's, you, he's yeah, got he, Russell he has Wilson. Russell Wilson. But um, I think that that Nikhil Harry de- definitely shows more upside in terms of his his abilities. I mean, I think DK is too big. I think in terms of receivers, though, my one of my top choices this year would be Michael Thomas. Yeah, he, he especially in a PPR league because yeah, Breeze and him Breeze, love Breeze love, likes to target him, and they like the up the middle, the quick passes. So he'll get a lot, a lot of receptions. He'll get a lot of yards. Um, just knowing one, Breeze, he one thing a lot that of I yards. did notice when I was drafting was, and it, it surprised me because I am a Broncos fan, but it was how the Broncos receivers were ranked. In one in one league, when I was I was looking at um, Emmanuel Sanders was actually the third ranked Broncos receiver, which in my head is like, whoa. I mean, yes, he, he he's coming off an injury, but you're you're putting him as our number three. So uh, I think that that the sleeper there is going to be Cortland Sutton and and Emmanuel Sanders because they're they're both going to be there in, in those later rounds. Um, Sutton has the ability to be your deep ball big big receiver threat. And Emmanuel has the speed to, to get down the field and catch balls. Um, yeah, so the, 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 those are a couple late later round picks that you can get. In terms of quarterbacks, um, I mean, for sure, with your number one quarterback, it's going to be Mahomes. Um, your number, two, your number two, two and three are going to be Rodgers and, and Watson for sure. Um, Luck, Luck just had, had an injury to his calf and ankle. So he he was up there, but I, I I would wait to see how how he. I think a solid I, bid for a nice quarterback this year would be Philip Rivers too. He's got some pretty good targets. Yeah. So I'm but but like a, a stat we both read was um the difference between the number five quarterback last year and the number twenty in terms of average points per per week on a fantasy team, the the, the difference was three points between the, the number five and the number twenty. So I mean you got guys like Rivers Brady. Wilson, Ro- Roethlisberger, Wilson, even Stafford, who yeah, who, like who, who will go out there and they'll, they'll get you 17, 18 points a week. Yeah, and I mean, I I think I I really like I really like Baker May- Mayfield yeah, this Baker, year. Baker's, I love him because he year. has so much talent. He has so much talent with him, and his team has talent. Field. Yeah, he's so yeah. he has a lot less people to throw to. Any show that he he could do it last year. Um, one one of my biggest points of advice is try to handcuff your quarterback with one of your receivers. Like I know last year I drafted at Disneyland. So I really wasn't paying attention. I kind of regretted it at first. And I was like, wait, this is kind of good. My first three picks or, or three, three of my first five picks. I was, uh, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, and Drew Brees. I was like, crap. I drafted three guys on the same team so that week I'm going to suck when they're on their bye week. But you know what? There, there were there were three or four weeks where they scored over eighty points combined, and that was in a non PPR, no bonus. That was just full on balling, and it, it works. So if you can handcuff, especially if you have a DeAndre Hopkins, you can pair him with your uh, uh, Deshaun Watson or the or the Michael Thomas with Drew Brees or Julio Jones, Matty Ice. Um, it's it's always a good bet or. Um, Another one would be a Cam Newton with uh, Christian McCaffrey because he's going to throw it to him. Um, I love Christian McCaffrey. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, but, yeah, I think that he has a really good shot at being the top back this year in the league for in, ter- in terms of fantasy points. Um, 
Yeah, so that's our little fantasy preview. Remember, draft your kickers last, draft your quarterbacks late. Um, if you can't get one of the top top three tight ends, just wait. You can get your your later round picks and get them there. Draft within your your first two, two rounds. You need you need your running back and your wide receiver. And unless you have that nine or tenth pick, and you can get that that back to back receivers. Um, I know with my roster, I ended up getting a, re- a really good rush. I got Deshaun Watson, Philip Lindsay, Devonta Freeman, uh, Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Sonny so- Michelle as well as Eric Ebron. So, I mean, I I, pl- I played all, all my card right in drafting, but you really just got to be smart and know your bye weeks and know the players with it. So I hope I, I hope our fantasy preview helped a little bit in terms of drafting. Um and throughout throughout the season, we'll we'll help you out with some with the with some matchups that that we like better than others. So basically, like a start and sit them kind of deal, but not that because that's NFL's thing. So we're gonna come up with a way to say it, but we'll 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 definitely be be helping you guys out with that as well. So um, we do have um, some cooler other things we got planned for the for the rest of this uh this episode. Um, we, we do want to recognize all of the smaller sports around the world. Um, so we, we're going to have like a random sports kind of segment news kind of thing where we're not going to go in depth or just kind of say like the basic news so that we do include the other smaller sports that don't get the news that ESPN would say or whatever. And then we also do have a go to the week and bonehead of the week that we also are going to come up with. And then during the NBA season, we're going to have the broke boy of the week where we find the person who can't shoot. <laughs> so we're going to get on to our random sports news and we'll talk about random sports. Alrighty. So for some random sports news, um, we actually just watched it. Um, so we watched Robert Morris um, defeat McKendry in the women's collegiate bowling national championship so congrats to the eagles at robert morris yeah it was a that was a very intense match yeah we it came we, down to the last frame and uh it was it she, was she needed very... two she needed two strikes and four pins and she uh she ended up getting it so that yeah was she a... did and it was it was great it was it was a great thing to watch um and congrats to those girls i'm sure that robert morris is very happy um in terms of that um some other random sports news um Phil Mickelson today. I mean, uh, golf isn't really random, but it's random for us. Um, he was almost late to his tee time because lightning struck his hotel and he was locked out. So he actually had to rent clubs because he <laughs> couldn't get, get to his clubs and he's a lefty. So it was kind of hard for him to find his own, his, 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 his clubs. So, but he, he didn't make it on time. He is, he was four under par starting the round. So that's good for him. Um, in terms of some bad mitten news, um, PV Sindhu won, uh, is, is looking to score gold at the World Badminton Championships. So um, hopefully he does good. <laughs> um, so hopefully he does good and he pulls out the gold for the World Championships. Um, it would be a great thing to see. Him do, um, for sure. 
So, yeah, um, let's hope that Sindhu gets the gold at the World Bat Badminton Championships. Let's let's take a look at some horse racing. Um, it's not the K Kentucky Derby, but it is the Traverse Stakes, um, which is not the K Kentucky Derby. Don't really know much about horse racing, but it is it is on. So um, I don't really know anything about horse racing at all. Do you know much about horse racing? No, not really. I do know that they have the they have the Kentucky Derby and the the, the funny hats. Let's see what's going on at the uh, at the uh, Traverse Stake, I guess. Um, so let's see. So apparently, one of the horses is on top of his game. Uh, I'm quoting a uh, horse race nation right now. Um, he, uh, the the horse's name is Owendale. So I would never name anything Owen because. The jokes you can get, get for that, 0 and 4, 0 and 8. Like, come on. That's dumb. Um, but yeah, let's I don't know who's gonna win, but let's hope a, the, the right horse wins. I am extremely allergic to horses, so I could never go to one of those. So uh in NASCAR news, oh, um, like Danny like Hamlin or Denny Hamlin, I'm oh. apologize, wins the uh, NASCAR Bristol race. Um as you know, he's a very talented racer. Um uh, he uh, he apologized for a deny. He uh, so he actually apologized for winning. Um, oh wow! That's, yeah, that, that that's weird. So uh, he was, uh, yeah, that's a weird thing to do after you after you win a big race. So uh, yeah, other other news for NASCAR: Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, they got in a plane crash, unfortunately, but they're all okay. Yes, I I I, I did read about that. That was. That was that was a weird thing to happen, but I I, I am glad that they are okay and prays out for all the scary stuff. NASCAR also gave out free racing tickets to the first responders of of the plane crash. That was a very class act by them. That, that is good. I believe that uh, that was the right thing to do. So yeah, so we do have some some cricket news. Um, in Bangladesh, uh, Russell. Domingo was named the Bangladesh head coach of their cricket team. So good, so good for Russell. Um, Just picked up a great coach. He's got a great <laughs> system over there in Bangladesh. Uh, they're going to be a force this year. Yeah, I guess. Um, that was but, that was a joke. I have no idea. But um, yeah, so I mean, cricket. I remember, I know they always play at the the fields that we always practice at. They almost hit us, but but good, but good for. For Russell and the Bangladesh country as a nation, as a whole, um, just picked up a great, talented man. Yep, great job. Let's see if there's some softball news going on. I'm kind of, oh, let's see. I definitely sp spelled that wrong. It's okay. I only did one one out. My bad. Oh, okay, so let's see. Um. Oh, so um, let's see. Softball news. We're we're just pulling this up on the fly. Um, let's see. So there are some big tournaments going on in softball right now. Um, yeah, so I'm not seeing anything about professional softball. Is there professional softball? I don't even know. I do know that the college is kind of starting up. I know that Oregon just released their fall schedule. Um, and the Little League World Series for softball just ended with uh, Rowan 
winning that. Um, there is something here that says Clay Clayton County student suffers heat exhaustion at a softball game. So I just, it's just a friendly reminder, especially here in Arizona, please drink water, it's healthy, and you don't want to end up on our segment of random sports stuff because especially in that kind of way. If you do something cool, good for you, but random sports stuff. Um, we're we're going to hit you with a few more sports, and then we're going to move on to our goat of the week and bonehead of the week because that's always a fun thing to do. Um, what are some random sports? Ping pong? I was going for lacrosse, but I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I, I really don't know if there's much about lacrosse. That's Oh, I, I, did, I did see something about lacrosse on the top ten this morning. There was a so this guy like ran up and he threw 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 the ball behind his back. Another guy caught and he threw behind his back and he scored. So it was pretty cool. I mean, I don't really understand lacrosse. It's kind of just for kids who can't who can't play baseball. I feel like that's what it is too. Yeah, or or just the the prep school kids. But we're not trying to hate on people. That's um, not what we do here. Yeah, sports on Tuesdays. Yeah, we don't do that. But um, let's see, let's see if there's some. Ping pong news. Um, let's see. So, the ping pong. So ping pong. I mean, oh, my bad, my bad. Table tennis will be returning to the Olympics again. It is actually kind of fun to watch. I mean, I I, yeah, I, 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 like play, ping, I, I play ping pong a lot, but these guys are blah, 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 and they're pretty good. So, yeah. Um. So I think I'm gonna say that's it for our random sports stuff right now. Yeah, we, if you we, have any suggestions for anything yeah, we should put on the on uh, random sports, just um, get at us on our Twitter and on we'll, our Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Facebook. Um, it's it's sports on Tuesdays. Hit us up, and if you have any news, or if you even want us to put anything in there, or even shout you out, just put just just send us a DM or or, or, or comment on our post next next uh, week. We're gonna start doing a quite Q and A, depending on how many uh, views we get, how many views, and how many questions that you guys submit to. And we'll mainly that'll mainly be on our Twitter. Yeah, uh, we can open up some. We could do like polls Q on Instagram, exactly. Well, they have Twitter on yeah, Twitter too, Twitter Instagram, polls, but... whatever, whatever ends up working best. We can do that. We can set something up to have more fan interaction. So. Yeah, so Look we're, that. we're looking full forward to that. So our next segments are going to be the Goat of the Week and Bonehead of the Week. So we're going to get to those here in and a then, second. All right, so now it's time for Goat of the Week. <laughs> this week's Goat of the Week is Aristides Aquino of the Cincinnati Reds. He is the first player to ever hit 11 home runs in 17 his first 17 career games, I think that's pretty impressive and deservant of a spot in this week's Go of the Week. Yeah, I mean, in, even though it hasn't just been over this week, he's been forced to be reckoned with for the past few weeks, and he's well deserving of this, as were many other athletes. But we just felt like being a new guy out there and doing what he's doing has really put him above the rest of the game. So, yeah. And now it's time for the Bonehead of the Week. This week's bonehead of the week is Antonio Brown of the Oakland Raiders. He has been through a lot lately um, with his extreme frostbite um, from not wearing the proper footwear in the cryotherapy machine to almost quitting football over a helmet. A helmet. He, just, yeah. he was going to quit that's, over a helmet. That, that's that's how, wild. How, how do you feel about that? I, I don't think that's that's the right. That's like quitting baseball over not being able to use your bat. 
I know. That's so st- just pick another helmet and move on. It's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and then and then he tried to say that he was the he, he told a reporter during all this that he was the best already, then there's nothing else he needs to prove. Um which is definitely not true because he hasn't beat out Randy Moss, Jerry Rastrillo, and Larry Fitzgerald. Like he's not one of those guys. He doesn't have a ring. He had a few good years in Pittsburgh. He's making absurdly too much money. Yes, and 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 that's just the, the football side. His haircut sucks. He looked like a legit Lego for a little bit. He had like little yeah weird stuff. He dyed his mustache blonde. First off, he shouldn't have a mustache. Second of all, don't make it blonde. You look homeless. You look like you should live on the side of a road. And the whole one of the signs says, "Help, my family won't help me." Yeah, you you need to you need to man up, AB and. Just play football, dude. Play football. That's that. That's your what job. You're here to do. That's your job. That's what you're getting paid for. So go out there and play fo- football like a man. So that's our bonehead of the week, and yeah. So thank you for listening to Sports on Tuesdays. Um, remember, today was recorded on Sunday, August eighteenth. So if there are any news between now and Tuesday when it uploads, we're sorry about that. Next. Tuesday, which is the 27th, we will have a live video for you already up on that day. It, it, it won't be live. That's my bad. Um, it'll just be it'll be ready on Tuesday. We'll record on Tuesday. But uh, just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to to like, follow, share, comment on uh, all of our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as of now. Um, and... Be sure to listen to us on all of our, our platforms right now. We have Spotify, Anchor, and um, uh, Stadium Scene TV. We're hoping to get Apple on here pretty soon, and also Google as well. Um, so just want to thank you guys again, and here's a message from our sponsor.